WZYX Radio, Cowan, Tennessee. It's time for a journey to better health. We have Dr. Brad Shapiro in with us from Ultimate Health Chiropractic and a special guest. And Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we're not trying to treat you over the airwaves. If you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's a chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. And then I want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service. And then they're associated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. You can reach them at 649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And then our second sponsor is actually our guest today, Pastor Josh Conrad with Abundant Life Assembly of God Church, where we attend church. Uh, Pastor Josh and I do this monthly show uh, the fourth Monday of every month on the spiritual side of health. So we're excited to do another show. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, working through a few oh, challenges, no, no, no. but we're hey, making it happen. It's Monday morning. It's Monday morning. Got a case of the Mondays. It's the best day of the week. <laughs> exactly. Hey, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. We um, kind of all over creation. You know, it's my parents are divorced, and so are Melissa's. Yeah. And so it's a real trick to make all the rounds. Um, neither one of us are originally from here, so we went to Kentucky, and... Um, did a big uh, get together with my side of the family, and then came back here and oh, celebrated man. with her side of the family. And um, so it's just, you know, afterwards you feel like I feel like my brain's on vacation yeah. this morning. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just so many moving parts and so much going on, but it was fun. It good, was, man. it was really good. Um, what about you? Yeah, it was good. Friday we got yeah. together with uh, my side of the family and Lindsay's side of the family. We all packed into our little house there. Okay. You, you understand that, I guess. Yeah, so. We packed into our, we, it probably would classify as a tiny home. It's not that big, but it's not a tiny home. But yeah. anyway, and, uh, you know, it was fun. What a good time. Good. Ate, ate more than we should, you know, and yes. kind of hung out, but it was good. That's good, it was yes. good, man. Did you have a lot of joy during your... For the most part, yeah. I mean, it was good. Um, you know, this was the first holiday since my mom passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. that part was strange. Was um, no, no, it's, uh, I mean, it, we just had a lot of really good conversations with like my sister and my uh-huh. uh, nieces and nephews and uncles and aunts and um, a lot of just reflecting on, you know, different memories. And so it was good, but it was just a totally different. Yeah. So part of you, you know, with, with that kind of change, at least for me, I was a, wasn't sure what to expect or how it was going to play out, yeah, um, yeah. but it was really good and good. just uh, really tried to remind ourselves of how much we have to be thankful wow, for. Man. And uh, of course, every day, right? <laughs> every day, one day, one day a year, we're yeah. thankful. Yeah. Uh, well, so I see, I see you got your notes. Though. Well, I brought you know so the topic of joy. I was trying to segue us into. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to get us all that on ramp. Yeah. I, I preached a sermon uh, a couple weeks ago on joy. And okay. So when I first became a Christian, I know I say that a lot, but you know, really, when you become a when you first become a Christian, God teaches you a lot. Like it yes. totally tears down a lot of false ideologies that you have about Christianity and about God. Yes. And one of those was I thought that God was you know this white guy sitting upon a throne, <laughs> like just getting ready to rain down lightning bolts on me every time, even if I didn't make a mistake. I don't yeah. know. Like he was just sitting up there like. I'm going to get you. Yeah. And I walked in uh, to Pastor Jerry's office uh, one, one, one time early on in my Christianity, and there's this picture of Jesus, like his head kicked back and just ah, laughing. 
Have you seen it? I, I think I know what you're talking it's about. Yeah, still in my office, and you yeah. can look it up on the internet. It's called Jesus Laughing, I think. Okay, and it challenged me so much. <laughs> like it, it confronted me. Like right in that moment, I was confronted with it. It felt sacrilegious to me, almost like you know, because yeah. I had grown up with this somber Jesus, yeah, long face, angry, you know, G, very serious Jesus, yeah. And and he was. I mean, he cracked the whip, you know, on the Pharisees. He yeah. was that, but not all the time. He also laughed. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I stared at that picture, and Pastor Jerry could tell that I was really like conflicted by it. Yeah. And he's like, "Are you okay?" You know, like <laughs> I'm like, I just you know. And he's like, "You know, Jesus laughed, right? You know, he had joy." And I'm like, "Ah, I guess, yes, so. yeah. I don't know." But Jesus, man, he um he did. He had a lot a lot of joy. Um, and there is a scripture. Let me find it real quick. I don't have it right off. The bat. Oh man, where's it at? It's called okay. Hebrews one nine. Um, this is describes Jesus in, in his joy, and it says, "You have loved righteousness." Talking about Jesus here, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you above your companions with the oil of joy. And I love that man because we know that uh, uh, prophets, priests, kings. They would be anointed with oil, so they would smear oil on them, and it would consecrate them, set them apart for that specific office. Yeah. But Jesus here has been anointed with the oil of joy, Mm. and that word joy right there is like the most. There's so many different types of joy in the Bible described. Yeah. But that is like the most aggressive type of joy. Okay. And if you look, the Greek in Strong's actually defines it as a wild joy. Look it up, huh. man. It's a okay. wild joy. What's the what's the, uh, the the word again? It's Hebrews one nine. Hebrew, but I mean, what's the joy? There's no like original. Um, I don't. I cannot word. pronounce the Greek word. Oh, gotcha. So okay. I'm just not even going to try it. I'll butcher it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. But okay. in the Greek, it means yeah. If you look up Hebrews one nine, Hebrews one nine. Yeah, okay. you can click on hyper the uh, joy there, and it'll bring you to it. <clears throat> but it's a wild joy, man, and so. We are to possess that wild joy as well. And and we see, um, maybe not so much at our church, but still our church is also challenged sometimes of being expressive in joy. Like, you know, we can... We can really express being ser- being serious in church. Yeah. And I'm not saying we, we're not. There's times to be very reverent. Uh, but there's also times, man, where God is like, hey, shout for joy. Yeah. Move your feet. Yeah. Sing yeah. a song of praise to me. But why is it so much harder for us to do that? You know, I don't know. Well, and I think it is challenging. Um, for me, I found it so refreshing. Um, yeah. Because I remember when, you know, when I first started going to Abundant Life, the, the two people that I got to know the best very quickly were Pastor Jerry and Miss Margaret. Uh-huh. Um, and we would just laugh so much and um, just cut up about this or that. And I mean, I can't ever remember an interaction with either of them where we wouldn't start laughing yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, and it was just very refreshing. Yeah. Uh, because one of the confusing points for me with Christianity was why would I want to join something that looks so miserable? I <laughs> thought, man, when I thought, when I became a Christian, 
I was like, okay, it's over with. All the fun I've ever had in my life. Of course, my my idea of fun was way off. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was thinking sin was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it is for a season. <laughs> right until the Lord comes. Or not until well, the Lord comes. Until reality yeah, sets in. reality sets in. Yeah. But I was the same way, man. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to, like, become a monk or something, you know? Yes. And just whatever, pray yeah. 24-7 and, and not have any fun at all. But prayer is fun, too. That's yes. the thing, man. <laughs> yes. The devil has warped this idea of what Christianity is. So. Yes, he has. No, and it, it is a blast. Um, I really, you know, like you were saying, I thought all the fun was lost when I got saved. Or it, Well, actually, the, the way I transitioned, because, you know, Pastor Jerry and Miss Margaret and, and others were part of that process. Yeah. Um, I really transitioned in a way that I kind of immediately went into, I guess, a fair amount of that joy. I mean, we're, I'm yeah. a human being like everybody else, still have things to work on. But it was just – it was a part of that initial experience. But before that, um, before I really decided to give Christianity a, a try or knew knew what it meant to be a follower of Christ, I just assumed that becoming a Christian was the most boring, uh, no-fun experience you could ever take on. All right. Um and it's really been ironic in the sense that nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah. Um, what I actually discovered it could be was was actually a blast, and it's so much fun to walk with the Lord. It's so much fun to, you know, all the people that I've met along the way and all the people that He's blessed me with. And you always have a lot of fun. I know. Oh man. You know, not this, not yesterday, but a week from yesterday. You know, I was I was in there counting tithe with somebody else, and I could just hear people roaring, laughing. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember what you were preaching on. But, I don't uh, remember either, man. I think I, I found a Michael Bolton. That's what it was. Yes, yeah. At my wife's house. Yeah. She, she had a Michael. She went to a Michael Bolton concert in 1992. Time, love, and tenderness. <laughs> and I went back there to use the bathroom, and I saw it laying on her bed. Her mom, I guess, had been going through some stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my goodness. I, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just I don't even know how I fit I fit it into the sermon. <laughs> No, but it was great. I mean, apparently, I still haven't gone back to watch it, but my wife, Melissa, was like, you have to go back to watch it. It was Michael hilarious. Bolton. Michael Bolton. Uh, anyway. But, uh, but, you know, for a lot of people, they don't, even the idea of going to church and laughing oh. and being excited to see people, um, for a lot of people, church represents judgment. It right. represents right. Uh, like almost a very severe type of atmosphere where you're being judged yeah. and you better live up to the standard or you're going to get pounced on. You know, God has grace and, and God has standards 100%. You know, yes. and, and God is very serious about sin, but but he, but he does have a good time. Yeah. You know, Luke 144. So uh, when um, Elizabeth is, carry, is carrying John the Baptist in her womb, uh, Luke 144, um, we know that Mary is also carrying uh, Jesus in her womb. Yes. And when Mary comes in, uh, there's an interaction where she comes in, and I think she calls for Elizabeth, and then Elizabeth, you know, comes, and and she said, and the two babies, like when they meet, you know, it, they're both inside the womb of their, of their uh, mothers. But when they meet, like when John the Baptist comes into contact with Jesus in the womb, it says that um, John the Baptist leaped, uh, leaped within the womb for joy. And it's, yes. like that, it's that same word. Yes. So it's also a joy that makes you leap. I mean, it's a joy that actually puts, them, puts a bounce in your <laughs> step, man. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just challenged like really early on in my Christianity, like, you know, is this the way Christians are supposed to act? Yes. Because every 
church service I had ever been in, which was not a whole lot of them, but you know, it was that Christmas Easter type. You know, yes, we were that. It was always so serious. And again, I'm not saying God is not serious because there yes. is a time to be be very reverent. Yes, but there's also a time to like have this explosive joy you jump know, out of your skin oh, man and uh and i told the story god kind of gave me this because god speaks also to he still speaks today sure people need to know that god is not silent he speaks to you and we maybe do a show on that one time just you know on how god speaks yes um, that would be great we should do that uh, uh maybe that could be our next show i don't worry yeah we, so. can, we can study up on, on that <laughs> yeah but one time he spoke to me or he spoke to me when i was uh, crafting the sermon about, you know, um, I, I worked at Walmart for a long time, and one of the things I, I had to do, dreaded doing, I only had to do it if there wasn't any coverage, if there wasn't somebody to do it, but I had to do it a few times, was to go and stock the juice aisle. Yes. The two liters, man, you know, because uh, <laughs> they were heavy, and they were just, ah, uh, and, it, and it never failed. You know, when you are uh, stocking that many two liters, one of them is going to fall off the shelf and hit the ground. <laughs> And explode. And explode, man. Yeah. And and uh, and and when they would hit the ground just right, man. Like if they would hit the cap to the ground. Yeah. Man, them things I've seen them shoot halfway across Walmart, <laughs> like into the apparel. Yeah. And that's just kind of, that's the kind of joy that God is talking about. This yes. explosive, dynamic joy. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and you know, there's a lot of I think even pastors and leaders and churches and just people. Who feel like you know that that joy inside of them, mm-hmm. but yet they don't release it because they think, oh, I don't know, is it is it is it right to do? Can I do this? Yeah. Can I dance? Can I actually dance for the Lord and not for the world? You know, like yes, man, we go to the club. Or I don't now, but <laughs> right, yeah. we go to the club. You express know, ourselves. Express ourselves. Dance. Uh, you know why? Why not now? Why not in church? Well, and I think you know that was one of my. You know, this is before I was saved. We were growing up. We were the type of family that would go to church, you know, only during holidays and Christmas and Easter and that kind of stuff, like yeah. what you're just describing. But I always remember my dad would always say that everybody has to express themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's one of those things that it can be that type of joy that you're describing where you dance before the Lord yeah. or the enemy can also pervert it. And you have to express yourself in the, you know, the club or yeah. with um Drugs or alcohol or whatever, but yeah. everybody has to express themselves yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So I think it's important to understand that as you walk with the Lord, that you're going to have to express yourself in Man. some way, shape, or form. You're going to have to to leap or dance or shout or something. Right. Um, otherwise, you're going to bottle up uh, things in a way that it's it's going to have to be expressed some way, yeah. somehow. And it may be a, a negative version versus a positive version. Right, that cat man's got to hit the ground and be broken. <clears throat> it's got to, some way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it has to. And I think there's, even, uh, <clears throat> I think about, man, uh, in the church, traditionally, if you look around, I, I don't, it's uh, a lot of wives are at church you know mm-hmm. a lot of women are at church a lot are running the church because yeah a lot of times the husbands don't come but the wives do yes in in there's a the husbands man we got we got to step it up yes. like, we got to we got to be the leaders that god's called us to be yeah and we have to model these things like because a lot of it may be a different topic here but a lot of husbands, fathers, you know, they are they they seem so shut down and they don't express themselves and they yes. bottle that stuff up and then yeah, it ends up manifesting in wrong behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But man, I have a I have a really just a heart to see see men step into the role that God has created them to be. Yes. And part of that is wild joy. Yeah. You know, part of that in in so so some of them will come to church, you know, but they'll never move out in that place of like expressing this joy that they have. Yes. What's yeah. bottling up inside of them? Like, well, you need to just knock that two liter, two liter off the shelf. Yeah. And just let it explode, let it, man. Yes. Let it go. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a great point. I think this is something for people to really meditate on, oh, you know, man. and just pray about, you know, how how am I bottling that up? How am yeah. I not expressing it? Um, I know at Ultimate Health, for instance, you know, it's really become, you know, as, as much of a ministry as anything. You know, yeah. we get to pray with patients and lay hands on patients and uh, we have prayer request boards and, and all these different things. But I know for me, I'm always kind of bouncing around doing the trumpet. Yeah, I do this little sound where it's like, uh, it I'm flowing around the clinic. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and then they're uh-huh. off, yes. Um, you know, and, and kind of dancing around the clinic. and um, But it's, for some reason, that joy that we're talking about really manifests uh-huh. when I'm, you know, in the clinic. Because it's just, you know, I get there, I'm, I'm praying on the way into yeah. into the office I'm all juiced up, and um, that bottle's ready to explode by the time I get there and just ready to serve people yeah. and express the joy of the Lord. And a lot of times patients will ask me, you know, what's going on? And I joke and say I've been drinking joy cocktails I've all been morning. i the joy juice. <laughs> exactly. I'm the Holy Ghost. I'm the Holy Ghost. It changes the atmosphere, too, man. It does. People love to talk about joy. Like, just yep. even in the conversation, yep. we've had joy, like, bubbling out of us. Yes. Let me give you another scripture, because this is one of my favorite scriptures in all of the Bible. Yes. Um, it's Zephaniah 3.17. Look, now just listen to this. This is the type of joy that God Almighty has for you. It says, the Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who saves. So here's this warrior king who saves. He's mm-hmm. in your midst. He will rejoice over you with joy. Hallelujah. So you can be a warrior, husbands, and you yes. can also have joy and rejoice uh, over. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will uh, be quiet in his love. And that just means making no mention of your past sins. He's not bringing those past sins up. Yes. They've been dealt with. Which I think that's huge. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. He will rejo- He's rejoicing over you with shouts of joy. And if you look in the Strong's Concordance, it means that it means he spins over you violently with delight. So do you think he's dancing <laughs> over you with delight, saying, "Ah!" So what? No, that's awesome. I and love it, that man. You know, one of the things that stands out to me too is I I think it's important to understand the enemy's tactics. Right. And a lot of I think how he squelches that that joy that we're supposed to have is by bringing up past sins. Right. You know, I think right. that that really stood out to me when you were talking about that because yeah. God doesn't bring that up. Right. Um. But just you know that constant. Remember that time that you said this. Right. Remember that time that you did this. Right. Um. I think that's one of the enemy's tactics that he'll do through people or through yeah. our thoughts. Um, that really squelches that joy. Yeah. The Bible it, says there's no, there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ. So yeah. that means you got to, you got to be in Christ. I mean, yes. He's going to bring up those sins yes. uh, to bring you to Him. You know, yes. He's going to. And if you sin, we know we have an advocate, Christ, and I mean, we deal with it. We, yes. we ask for forgiveness. It's been covered in the blood anyway. But we, if we belong to Him, if He, if Jesus is our Lord and Savior, that mm-hmm. sin has been dealt with. Yeah. And when we do sin, I mean, it's going to happen. Yes. We're human. We still have that sin nature attached to to us. But we, um, 
we come to the Father and we say, yeah, forgive me, I messed up. And yes. he's like, okay. Yes. It's under the blood. And he doesn't bring it up. Yes. He doesn't condemn. He brings conviction. Yes. But the devil brings condemnation. Yes. Amen. Amen. And amen. We don't, we don't, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. Condemnation yeah. for me, I know we've got two seconds. I'll give you this example. Uh, yeah. For me, it would be like, so if my, say one of my daughters did something wrong, sinful, mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going yeah. to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discipline, but I'm going to forgive them and yeah. I'm, I'm going to move on. Yes. <clears throat> I'm not going to bring it back up. Condemnation would be like, okay, if, if they did something, one of my girls did something wrong, I punished them for it, whatever, disciplined them for it, and then say they're in their room, you know, an hour later playing with their Barbie dolls, and I mm-hmm. came by and I'm like, hey, you remember that time you lied? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a liar. Yeah. And then walked out. Yeah. And then came back an hour later. Hey, you remember that time you lied? You're a liar. Yeah. That's condemnation. Yes. That's what the devil does, man. That's exactly what he does. The Lord brings conviction. You deal mm-hmm. with it. And he makes no mention of your past sins. Yes. He's done with it. So. No, that's good. And it's... um. Yeah, you know, that that type of stuff is what's going to squelch that joy. Right. So if you're not living in joy, maybe that's something to consider. Yeah. Is are you in that place of condemnation? Right. Um. You know, is the enemy using condemnation against you? Therefore, you can't express joy. Yeah, that's good. If you're constantly being reminded of all your past mistakes, so past remind him. the devil I've been forgiven. Yeah. I've been forgiven. Yeah. Move on. Find yeah. somebody else to torment. <laughs> as, I, as I'm not, I'm not your. Your waist receptacle. You yes. move on. Yes, this train's leaving. That's leaving, but yeah. Well, good stuff. Well, we're going to close out a little early this morning. Um, but uh, thanks again for coming, Pastor Josh. I always really appreciate it. And I know this next show, um, what were we going to talk about again? Hearing the voice of God. Hearing the voice I, of God, I, I, yes. That's one you can make it like. That could be a year-long show. Exactly. Yeah. Now that's that's gonna be exciting stuff. But do you want to give the uh, vitals real quick? Oh man, I need my wife here for that. Uh, <laughs> the vitals. So we have service at ten thirty on Sunday. I know yes. that. Uh, <laughs> we have a Bible study on Wednesday at six, which right now we're talking about creationism, which is great. Yeah. That the Lord actually created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day. Uh, yes. That blows so you know versus evolution and the Big Bang and all that that mm-hmm. that they literally God created the world in, in six days. I know Amen. that's controversial right there. Yeah. But come and learn about it. You know, six o'clock on Wednesdays. Um, ah, that's probably all I can, I can tell you right now. <laughs> I got you. Well, thanks again for joining us. Yeah. And, and once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We're available five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can reach us at nine three one nine six seven six three zero eight. Also, I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimate chiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website. Go to www.ultimatehealthtn.com. That's where you can see who we are, what types of services and products we offer. You can also click on the UH Podcast tab and listen to this show, many other shows, just all designed to help you achieve your ultimate health. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you Monday of next week at 7.05.